Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And today we have a really great show in store for you guys. We have the Gorge reality TV personality Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules live in studio, and we're going to talk to her about. How she deals with all that hate when she just wants to date. Ariana and Tom have overcome a lot of negativity uh, between Tom's ex, Kristen, and people questioning how their relationship began. But they still came out on top and are going strong as ever. And we've seen that in season four, which just wrapped this week, actually. We saw the finale. And we can't wait to dive into all the things with Ariana and find out more about the pump finale and what really went on there. Oh, I cannot wait. I know. I'm so excited for the, the Vanderpump Rules uh, reunion. Oh, I cannot wait. Which is next week. Those are always the best. And also, remind me to talk to you about what I think Andy Cohen's next job should be. We'll get into that soon. Okay. Uh, this weekend, you know, I, we, Jen and I started a new job. We work. Congrats to us. Congrats to us. We work um, for an app. You guys should download the app. It's the Moby app, actually. And it sends you like offers onto your phone um, from like big retailers. Yeah, like, like Target. Target and Best Buy, $10 Macy's. off and things like that. Anyway, look it up M O B I I. Download it. And if you go onto their website, fortunemysterymatch.com, you can see us in our cute little videos. Anyways, that's what we do. Um, along with this. So we just like to talk and be with each other all day long, basically. Um, so yeah, we started a new job and we're like really tired by the end of the week. <laughs> we are full-time employees and tired. And so six o'clock, actually six 30 rolls around and we're like, all right, our day is over. Tie tie time to be tie tie. So Friday rolls around and usually I'm like, yeah, it's Friday. We need to go party. This is so fun. But we have a friend that just got a puppy and we are in love with this pup. And so our Friday night consisted of puppies and vodka, two of our favorite things ever. Pretty much the best things ever. Now couple that with a couch and a movie and... Some barbecue. Yeah. And a scary movie. Jen doesn't like scary movies, Mm -mm. so we forced her to watch it. It was actually pretty... There was like a couple of like scary, suspenseful parts, but the end was so stupid. Anyway. So stupid. We saw Babadook. Apparently, that was a really big deal at some point across the film festival circuit. And I don't know why, but I never can get that two hours back. So it's a little disappointing. But imagine me, though, who didn't want to watch any scary movie at all. And then I was like, that didn't even work out for anyone. Yeah, it didn't work out for... It did not. The ending was stupid. And Jen went... The whole time. And our friend Paul was like, could you not make that noise with your mouth? Stop it. But it was fun. And the end of the night rolled around. And our friend Will was like, so are we going to a bar? And I was like, I cannot. No. And we just went home. (laughs) Are we losing our juju, Jen? Uh, Well, I'm still Jewish. So I'm the juju for us. Yes, of course. I think our juju is probably present once a week. It is, and it's Saturday nights. Because then Saturday night rolled around, and yeah. we had a gay old time. I sure went to did. a friend's engagement party, and I will say, like, relationship goals all over the place. It was really nice. I love weddings and, like, events. Me that, too. Yeah, that, that surround, like, love and the celebration of love. It's great. And weddings, like, the the big culmination of all of it. It's, like, the best night. Because, like, you know, there's engagement parties and bridal parties and bachelorette parties and things like that. Those are fun. Yeah, but the nuptials are everything. The, That's where it's at. The weddings are the best. <laughs> and so this couple is so cute. They're they're like not 20 years old. Like the you I feel like they waited, they found each other like and to have to listen to they made like a quick speech and she said very nice things clearly. She's so cute. And he though like just the way he looked at her when he spoke and then at one point he was like, "Thank god for this like he like literally lifted his arms in the air like and it was just so cute like ugh, i just want someone to look at me like that the way he looks at her was really cute it made me cry oh like, well yeah you know who else looks like some looks at somebody that way is ben who picked his 
new bride to be Lauren Bushnell. Ugh. It's like the same thing. He looked at her like she floated on air. She's like angelic to him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, not to say I told you so. But I had a feeling it was yeah. going to be her. But for a variety of reasons, you know, all my reasons are usually loaded. I considered who would possibly make a better bachelorette next. Right. Out of the two girls, I really thought JoJo would have more personality. For sure. Um, so, again, I probably feel like I know too much because I've seen the show Unreal and how this show is produced. Right. But I felt like strategically... Jojo would be a better bachelorette, so Lauren B. had to then by default be the bride. Of course, he has to actually pick yeah, the person. Yeah, I think that he was definitely not going to like pick someone in the end that he didn't really want. But yeah, I think that it happened to play out nicely because she will for sure. She's going to be. I think they've been having like a little bit of a lull on the last couple bachelorettes. I don't think they've been all that great. I don't think they've been all that charismatic or, you know, particularly like oh my God, like, so there's not a lot of gravitas. Like, they just feel like, like, well, that girl didn't get picked, so now she's the bachelorette. But, like, she, they kind of feel like, I don't know, they just didn't excite me personally. And she is the, like, Emily Maynard to me. Like, that was the last bachelorette that was like, this girl is beautiful and fun and charismatic and smart and cute. And this JoJo feels like that girl to me. I think she's going to be great. I just actually wish that they had somebody on there that, like, if one of us went on as a bachelorette, like, you would get a real perspective as what it's like being the bachelorette. I feel like these people are all very, like, media trained. Like, they're like, it's tough. I have such great options. Like, why doesn't someone just say it? You know what? Half these people are unattractive. No. Somebody should just say it, but I feel like, you know, that's why they have producers that work very closely with each one of them on the set because they all say the same shit. It's true. And maybe it's because it's on ABC. Now put the show yeah. on like FX and people are going to be real. I mean, there is I think it's the network A and B Chris Harrison. Let me say something about that. But I think that, yeah, listen, you and I are very real. But if either of you were of us were on that show, there's no way we would be saying any of that because they wouldn't let us. True. I mean, I, mean, I would want to, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't be like, you can't say that. They're they, like, no, that no, would never happen. Totally. Like, I wonder if in the confessional, like the people actually say like the bachelor, bachelor are like, I can't remember half these people's names. Oh, they do. And how they do I? Cut it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would want to hear that part. Like, I mean, I wish there was an after show or like a, yeah. a secret the released version of the show because I would want to know how hard it actually is having to remember 25 people's stories because oh, I sure. can't remember it. And if I go on two dates with somebody, I still don't remember anything. You know, they get like on the first couple rose ceremonies, you know, the producers are there like eliminate this person yeah don't eliminate this person you know that half of those people are probably they're told what to do and then there's probably a couple that the bachelor slash bachelorette was like no i want to keep that person but all those other ones are like ancillary they're like you ben you have to keep the, the crazy girl that was like the poor man sarah silverman yeah you have, lace. To, keep lace. Lace. You have to keep lace because she just you got to keep her there's no way that guy wanted to know that girl come on especially if he's got to only let go of like a couple like the rest are really there for entertainment purposes exactly. but like i have a feeling somebody's like in his ear like an actual earpiece saying like these are their names yeah say these in order of this because oh, like at the rose ceremony yeah like yeah. how the hell i can't remember my own name and maybe three other friends and like half the time there's like eight laurens or eight jens or eight michelles and right like, michelle m michelle r michelle s michelle t it's like what the fuck how is anyone gonna i first of all maybe i'm just old and he's like the ripe old age of 26 so Ugh. maybe his memory's better but like at my 31 years, I sometimes forget to brush my teeth. I mean, that's not a great thing. No, I'm kidding. I don't really. But I would no. forget details about somebody I'm dating. Like, thank God for text and reverting back to previous conversations or even take ah, – there have been times I've taken notes in my notes section on my phone about different guys I was dating because I'm like, okay, this person has this family. This person's from where? This person Hence does what? Brian Howie's assessment of a dating ADD. Well, yes. I mean, there have been times where it's been more at one time than others. But then at the same rate, like even if I'm dating one person, I'm going to want to remember things oh, we yeah, talk about, good. especially if wine's involved. Like, yeah, sometimes I'll have like I've been on dates and not remembered a single thing the next day. That's also not a good sign. Well, I remembered I was there and I remembered that I left. <laughs> but like as far as the details go of what we talked about, yeah. that might escape me. And I don't want to have that conversation again with the person and them think I didn't care. It's not that I didn't care. It's that I literally don't but if remember. You don't remember, how are you putting it in your notes section then? Um, I'll sometimes sneak it like during the course of the like date. Like I'll write oh. it down because I don't trust my memory. Like That's good. 
I need to verify. Hey, that is good. I know there's probably definitely been times where I'm like, mm, that part of the night's a little fuzzy, but I just chalk it up to being having fun and I whatever. But hopefully I'm not missing anything important. I no, or am. maybe they forget too and then you're square. And then it's perfect. Yeah. Also, uh, I heard that Kayla was potentially supposed to be the next Bachelorette. And Boring. She dropped. Thank God they didn't do that. But she, de- dude, Ben, he likes to come off like he's all like super sweet and stuff. He definitely effed all those chicks in the fantasy suite. Yeah. Like, and that's why Kayla was like, oh, the next day, because she was like, oh, my God, we're in love with each other. And she like pranced through that house like a Disney princess. It was so awkward. It was so awkward. I couldn't I felt so bad for her. But they all had to have had like slept with him because that's like the whole premise of the fantasy suite. But I don't think I could do that knowing that he's sleeping with other girls the next day or the day before. Yeah, I probably would. But that's just because I think that. I mean, you just, it's like you have to be on that show. You have to do a lot of compartmentalizing, sleeping with, kissing with, telling you love them, liking, going on dates. Like nobody wants to think about any of that. No, Spring I don't know how they do like it. just one element of the thing. There's so many other things that would bug me too. So it's like you're either bugged by all of them or you're not bugged by any of them. You can't, yeah. do, otherwise you just can't be there because there's just no way. I wouldn't, I would almost be less annoyed thinking about him having sex with someone than like sitting down and having a romantic date with someone and a candlelight dinner and talking about feelings. Like I'm just like, I, none of it. It's good, but. I don't know how any of them do it. I honestly think that there's probably some pill that's given out. Yeah. That's like a memory eraser or like a beta blocker. The, batch, like, the Bachelor Kool-Aid. Yeah, because this is not normal. And then also, by the way, to go as far as the last day being in love with two people. I don't Picking think that's the, that's not real. You really think he sat there and looked at that Neil Lane diamond and went, oh, it's uh-huh. Lauren. Uh-huh. Now it's now it's real. You know, I knew I loved you when I saw that four and a half carat Neil Lane diamond. I knew it was you. I mean, listen, I would definitely want someone to say that about me. Yeah, I'm just saying for the purposes of this show is very weird and staged. I also wouldn't want someone to only know it was me by looking at a diamond. That's like, okay, and then you're gonna look away from that diamond. What if it's JoJo again? If you look up from the ring, or like in a month from now, if you meet another girl, are you in love again? Because you seem to fall in love quickly, easily, and with multiple people. I mean, scary. Hey. Very scary, but I my bets are that they don't last. So. <gasps> Sad. Why? Because hello. I don't know. Have you seen the show? Have you seen the last thirty seasons? Well, Catherine and Sean Lowe are still married. Yeah. Well, the odds are not in their favor. Sorry, guys. I mean, I want love for everyone and all of the people, but I just yeah. I really want to know if in their contract they get like okay. If you get to the point of giving out a ring, you get a a ring for free, a $100,000 ring. Then you get a free wedding. Mm -hmm. Then if you get pregnant, you guys get an extra $100,000. If you guys make this many appearances and show up at other people's weddings, you get this much more money. Because it helps the the, franchise to be successful if there's actual love and real future stuff happening. Like, I wonder if Trista and Ryan are on, like, the 100-year plan because – they're really killing yeah. it with the trajectory here. Killing it, and they're making a bank doing it too. Like, what are they actually doing with their lives? Is he a fireman again? I don't know. I don't know, but they're they. Is kinda, she a heat dancer? They they um sort of disappear out of the public eye until things like this happen. But speaking of people being in the public eye, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. So they the voice is on, and she came on the show as a coach for his team. Obviously, I don't know what it is about them, but something about them bugs me. Me too. It doesn't I feel just real. I feel like they're like, hey, everyone, look, oh, I got divorced and I, my husband cheated on me. And she's always like, if you even knew that half of it, you would die. But I'm not going to say anything. And it's like, what? Both of them feel like it's like overcompensation to me. Like, hey, everyone, let's post a whole bunch of shit on social media all the time. So everyone knows how happy we are and like yes. rub it in our ex's faces. That's what it feels like to me. It feels very much like America's Sweethearts. Like they said, all right, guys, you guys are both really successful and you're going through hard times. So what would make this even more positive of an experience for both of you publicity-wise is if we bring you both together. Because who doesn't love a happy ending? And you guys work together so mm-hmm. it all makes and sense. And it's like, it's like a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Ugh. I don't know. I can't. It just, I don't know. For something about them that I just don't like. And it I doesn't seem natural at all. At all. Also, um, speaking of unnatural things, you would think your friend might have your back, but it didn't seem that Selena Gomez had her good girlfriend Kendall Jenner's back. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that she stabbed her in the back, but she definitely was heard confessing about Kendall Jenner 
listeners like not being single all of a sudden. She said Selena Gomez was being interviewed and she was like, none of my girlfriends are single, just so you know, none of them. Taylor's not single. Gigi's not single. Neither is Kendall. I'm the only single one. And I think Kendall had to do some damage control because there's been some rumors about her and Harry Styles and she in pictures and things of that nature. And she had to go on and be like, uh, no, we're just friends and we see each other when we're around, like in town together, but whatever. Listen, this is my take on Kendall Jenner. You go, girl. You are young and beautiful. Do not let that shit like take you away from the other people. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think any celebrity is really ever single because they have the opportunity to date anyone at all times and they can go from one to the next to the next. So, I mean, I don't even believe Selena's single. Truthfully, because she probably has someone in her pipeline, too. But I think what Selena was saying, probably, like, she probably got caught in it with a foot, her foot in her mouth. But also, uh, before that outing, didn't Cara Delevingne out Kendall for being gay? Oh, I don't think I heard that. Yeah. That yeah. was, like, printed in magazines that Kara helped Kendall come out and be like, it's okay. You can do it. I'm bisexual. You can be gay, too. And, like... Huh. was trying to like help her come out and it was literally printed in magazines like not a terrible magazine like a inquirer but like a like a life and style or like an us weekly oh. so i think people are just outing kendall and it might just be because sometimes people talk and they forget that they shouldn't say something out loud it seems that she like looked like a less boister, boisterous uh, sister from the Kardashians. Like she's the more private one, so it seems. So maybe she's like trying to keep some things in, but we'll see. But I really like her. I think she just needs to be single and do her thing. Me if too. I were her and I looked like that, I would definitely be doing my thing. I would too. In fact, if she really wanted to like, if she was single and needed to meet men, which she probably does already left and right, she could go on Tinder, but I don't know because Tinder's having issues. Oh, MG Tinder. Okay, so I haven't opened my Tinder app in a while. And just because I haven't, I don't know why. I just am really inconsistent with that shit. But Tinder had some major issues on Monday, and people were having major panic attacks because they would log onto their account and they had no matches. So there was some glitch happening on Tinder where everyone lost their matches. So if you went on, it would be like, you have no matches. Sorry. So they tweeted out to everyone, like, we're so sorry. There's a glitch. We're fixing it. But when we it's restored, your matches will be restored as well. I wonder, though, what happened because they are a major tech brand, and I'm sure they have a many programmer to their name. Yeah. So, like... How did they not figure out what happened? How did they prevent it? What happened? Is there a hacker? Is like the world of dating apps coming to an end? Are people taking them down it's one like, by one? Like Ashley Madison? Like dude, what's happening? It's like dating app Armageddon. Maybe Blake Jameson had something to do with it. We should ask him. Somebody hacked the shit out of this Somebody. Tinder situation. So like, I need I wonder, to know more. I wonder why, like what it was, like what was the point? If it was just a major glitch, like something just shut down on their back end or something, fine. Like I get the something crashed or whatever but i don't know i haven't gone back on do you have have you gone to see Let's if your matches are restored well I, I i haven't used tinder in quite a bit of time i actually recently downloaded it again because i like i told you guys last week i'm gonna like really make dating a priority which clearly i haven't because i haven't gone on a single date i've been hanging out with you every day but and puppies and puppies um and yeah, no, I have no matches here, it's even from not, the past. It's still not fixed, dude. What the f is happening? I don't people know. are gonna have to meet like real people face to face. Gross. Uh, yeah, I mean, tell me about it. If somebody actually hit on me in person, I think I'd probably have a panic attack and run away. Like, why are you coming after me? <gasps> Scared? No. What do I do? I'd do probably I mace them. You? you just, you would probably start just like making emoji faces and like double tapping their forehead because you wouldn't know, like trying to swipe. It would be all face. zeros and ones, and I wouldn't know what to do. Swiping their face. Um. Okay, you guys. I have to introduce the song of the day before we bring in our guest because it kind of ties into her. The Vanderpump Rules theme song. We've been listening to it for four seasons now. Do do any of you have any idea what the fuck they are saying? Because I don't. It sounds like... I thought it was just sounds. Yeah, I mean, the whole song, I listened to the song in its entirety. It really, that is the only part of the song that sounds like its own part. And the rest of it's like this kind of uppity pop song. But that one chorus part is a little strange. Anyway, just in case you guys want to know, this is what they are saying. You know that it's our time. These are the best days of our lives. Just raise your glasses high. This one's for you tonight. That's the part where this one's for you tonight. That's the part where Lisa throws her hat in slow motion. Yes. She's walking, you know. Yes. Um, and I 
don't love the song, but I will say it's catchy. Very. And it does actually, now knowing the meaning of the lyrics, yeah. makes sense why it's part of the show. And it actually kind of would be our theme song, too. I think it would. I do like the words. You know, I'm a very big words person, which is why I call myself the lyric Nazi, which is why I have this little segment on our show, because I like to educate people on what people are saying in songs, because you need to know the lyrics. It just helps the song process that it's just so much more enjoyable when you know what they're saying i think yes it's the main reason why i hate techno music because there's no words right and, and how also, can you like sing to it and really connect to the song if yeah, there aren't any words like i just don't like so as long as there's words and telling a story and i wanted to tell that story i think it's perfect for the show Really I is. also do. And, and they, I, the memoirs, the band, which I didn't even know they were a band. I thought it was just a jingle and it was created particularly for this show. But me too. Memoirs, the band, performed this song on Monday night's Watch What Happens Live. Oh my God. Speaking of Andy Cohen, I just totally forgot when we were talking about The Bachelor. Yes, here we go back. I think we're back Chris there. Harrison, Jen, you t- pointed this out, has an amazing poker face. Totally. And I love that when the girls get out of the limo or the helicopter, you have no idea. Like, he's just like very stone cold face. But what I think, what I think he needs to do is be the host of The Bachelor. Now, I think Chris Harrison needs to go and I think Andy Cohen needs to be the host. How I much better would that show be? It would be so much better. It would be way more real because Andy says what he wants I mean I have watched some watch what happens live and like cringe because I'm like he really just said that oh, to them. Oh, he really just says it, which I love. But he, I think if he were on The Bachelor Bachelorette, it would take it to a whole new level. It would. And now our show is going to go to a whole new level because Ariana's here. Yay! Hi! Hi! Welcome to the studio. <laughs> Good Hi. morning. Good morning. We see you have your beverage with you. What is I that? I do. It's like a vitamin. It's like you put it in water, shake it up. <gasps> It tastes like berries. It tastes pretty oh. good, but it's like vitamins, and it helps. I, I've started drinking it instead of coffee. Oh, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to um, reform myself. Wait, more hold healthy. on. I need to know about this. Yes. So a coffee. I used to not really drink it ever, and I love it. I love the way it tastes. I love oh, the way I love it smells. Coffee. But I couldn't have the caffeine. Would like make me feel sick. Oh yeah. Now have you tried green tea? Well, yeah, and I can okay. do green tea. But I've started to drink coffee and like slowly injected like not caf- – like I went from decaf to caffeine mm. and now I'm fine with it. But is it like really bad for you? Should I not be doing it? Well, I don't know. I drink coffee all the time. But I'm just trying to get that energy from – because I feel like I get that sleepy feeling. Yeah. So I'm feeling like if I have something like this all day that's vitamins and it has – I mean it has like green tea extract and right. it – um, spirulina and then Ooh. it has like vitamin B and things like that Ooh. which are you know yeah. gives you energy yeah, so I'm thinking like well if I have this with me all day maybe I can be peppy all day well because you work late hours right yes so yeah. I have a very very weird schedule yeah well it makes sense then to get your vitamins somewhere I mean yeah. we get ours from wine so <laughs> yes whatever. because grapes yeah, yeah exactly it's like a salad it, if you think about it it's fruit well it's like, a I, fruit salad I, I think yeah yeah I think I think there's fruit and things in it that it's mixed with flavors and things. So it's like a mixed salad. I'm just trying to justify. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I gave up justifying it a long time ago. But anyway, thank you again for coming to our show. Thanks for having me. You're actually from Melbourne, Florida. I am. My dad lives there. No way. And it's very rare to find somebody else that even knows what that is without them being like Australia. Yeah. (laughs) No, every time someone asks me where I'm from, I always say, you know, I tell them Florida and then they want to know what part. And so when you say, well, what part? I'm like, okay. Just lie. Say Miami. I know. I'm always like, well, how do I tell this to you? If you go to Orlando and then you drive all the way to the beach and then you go like 20 minutes south, that's where I'm from. Because if I say Melbourne, nobody knows what the hell yeah, that no, is. No, they definitely I, don't. I did not know what that was until just now, but thank you for the map. And yeah. now I feel like I know. It's a lovely town. Yes. I have to say. I it like is. it a lot. It is a lovely town. Um, so how long have you been in L.A.? I've been in LA for five years as of October, so a little for a little over five years, which is crazy because I I lived in New York before this, and it felt like it flew by. Mm-hmm. LA feels like it dragged on forever, but I'm still so surprised that I've made it five years. Like I feel like I would have left already. I it's, wonder why you feel like it dragged. I lived in New York a little bit too, and I feel like it was. I, maybe the energy there is just more fast paced or something. So yeah. you feel like it's like not. Yeah, LA. I mean, I've been here for like 11 years and I feel like I've been like 
How? <laughs> you know what? It's, it's like actually, Groundhog Day here. It is. It's kind of like, I can't believe it's been this long, but like, it's also weird. Like, really? Has it been that long? I know. It's, I feel it's like it's weird. flown by. I've been here nine years. I'm like, hold on a second. I've been here <laughs> nine years. You're like, this day looks exactly like every other day right. for the last 365 times nine. Yeah, also, the, I'm not 22 anymore. That's like a big question. I, I'm like, well, am I yeah, sure? what? I mean, we're no. still. We I, are somewhere in here. We are, I mean, listen, I've been here for 11 years. I moved here when I was like 10, so I'm legal now. Right, good. Mm, well, we're going to celebrate mm-hmm. your 21st birthday. Woo! So. Yeah. Maybe we should go to play. I like to add the two numbers together and have that be my age. Oh. oh. So I'm four. Yeah. Perfect. And I'm three. Hi. Oh, guys. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I'm eight, so I'm a little older than all of you, but that's oh, fine. You're just can, wiser. It's fine. Yeah. You're I'm the cooler t- kid we look up to. That's fine. I'm like yeah. the big sister. That's you're gonna... teaching us all the bad things. Eight-year-olds have all the cool new toys and stuff. So. Totally do. Yeah, I yeah. play with all the coolest Barbies, so <laughs> you definitely want to be my friend. Well, um, good thing that oh, we are. Speaking of Barbie, okay, so we're going to go here. Okay, we just watched the the season finale. Oh, yes. yeah. Vanderpump good, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> really happy to say that we saw, like, the you and Sheena, like, yeah. made up. We hugged it out. I yes. like that. Our conversation was a lot, lo- of course. It was I a was, lot we have to, We telling, were talking about that. Yeah, because we saw right before that the comments that she was making when you were like, it, and I like when they flash back sometimes because you're I like. I love, I'm I'm that person that, I'm I'm the roll the tape person. Yeah. Yes. I, I've said it in when we filmed reunions. So I've said it when we, you know, sometimes in moments, I'm like, I know this happened. Can you just. Can somebody roll the yeah, tape? Yeah, because you're like, you've said some things about me. You're talking shit about me. And then they roll the tape of her calling you bitchy Barbie. And, and it's oh, proof. Yeah. And thank God. Yeah, but like, in see? real life, like, yeah. I, sometimes I wish that I could be like, hello, producer of life. Like, go right. roll that tape. Because this person yeah. doesn't remember it correctly. I Exactly. Well, and that's, you know, I my mom coined the phrase. Well, I, she didn't coin it. But I had never heard anyone say misremember before. Until this year, my mom was like, she's misremembering this text conversation. Yeah. And so now misremembering is my... That's like your thing. my new thing. <laughs> Love that. Well, so you guys made up. Now, we saw an abridged version of that conversation. Yes. Was there more said? Because basically it was like, I'm upset. I'm sorry. Hugged it out. Uh, yeah. There was a lot more to it. It was a lot more into detail, I would say, is okay. the best way to put it. You know, she said things that, you know, that she was upset that we weren't hanging out as much. And so she took it out in the wrong ways. Mm. She was lost. She was lost in the game of life. Um, And she'd said, you know, she had vented to the wrong people. And then we we kind of got into a side conversation about a mutual friend of ours that's not on the show. So obviously that's like nobody... They're right. They cut that. Yeah. yeah, they always do that. Um, so, but the, it was much more into detail as of as to why she felt badly, and you know, not she didn't try to justify what she'd done, which I felt was right. important because a lot of times people apologize, but then they don't really apologize because they try to just make excuses or justify. Yeah. And she didn't do that, right? Um, and I did feel like. I wanted her and Tom to have their own conversation because obviously he was very hurt by what had happened over the summer mm-hmm. and it we just didn't have time. So yeah. But it seems like yeah. everything was left from what we saw on a good positive end. Yeah, I'm always kind of one of those uh, I'm I'm always very I'm a very cautious person in a lot of ways. Except for with my, like, physical safety for whatever reason. Uh, Wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, I'll just be like, if somebody was like, I dare you to climb up that billboard. I'd be like, okay. No way, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm weird like that. But So with your emotions. With my emotions, yeah. I'm okay, very cautious. Okay, that's interesting. Um, but I, I'm, I'm kind of a wait-and-see person. Okay. I'm, I'm one of those people who um, hopes for the best but prepares for the worst. That's fair. That is fair. Also, not to stir the pot, but mm-hmm. I'm going to insert myself into this Do fight. It. Okay. When I was watching it and she was crying about the fact that, like, she felt awkward being around Stassi, Kristen, and Katie, and now their friendship being renewed, she felt like the odd man out again. Did that spur this whole conversation? Like, was she like, shit, uh-oh, got to go find my friend again because now I'm on the outskirts? I mean, I don't know if it did. I didn't know about any of that until we had that conversation and until she had said those words. So I don't have any idea as to whether or not that was something she was thinking about before we'd had the conversation um, until I saw the show and I saw that that was something that she had talked about. And then <laughs> the whole Pump Springs pity party was very weird for me to watch. Oh, so you you didn't even know that was happening? No, I had no idea. 
No idea. I knew that about them going to Palm Springs, and I'd wanted to have a conversation with Katie beforehand, but mm-hmm. I could not uh, be in a room with Katie at any point in time without Sheena being there or kind of interjecting or... Oh, jeez. I was just like, I give up. Yeah. I, I give up trying to... I'm trying to give good, good advice because I care about you, but I... I can't. You felt anymore. like you couldn't because there yeah. was somebody else always there. Yeah, and it was I was constantly being made to feel like, well, you know, you weren't here then, so like it doesn't it, like. <laughs> it was like you and Stassi were like never really friends, so like whatever you have to say about her like doesn't really matter. So like just shut up. Yeah, and you're like, and please, like, this okay, is like well, separate than what then, you're even yeah. exactly. Yeah, so I gave up. Okay, so <laughs> I think that's fair to give up. Sometimes you just got to. Exactly. You just have to be like, you know what? I wash my hands. You guys figure it out. I'm if good. If you're so. trying to like get into something and you you feel like every time you try, you're, it's like a game of double dutch. Like you got to jump back out. Like yeah. you're just going to wait because I think you probably, it feels like deep down inside you had faith in your friendship with Sheena that at some point you guys mm-hmm. would talk or figure it out and yeah. you just kind of took a step back and like obviously it happened. Do you feel like in those moments though where like you were kind of not really hanging out with your best friend as much like it brought you and Tom closer like how do you feel like it did it affect you guys at all or um I I don't know that it brought us closer I feel like we were kind of there already and I think us being so close is kind of why she felt I mean she did tell me she felt weird about us being close which I don't get that's your boyfriend also she's married yeah pretty close to her guy too yeah I just think that there's a big there's a lot of importance that other people you know, I'd place on like the group mm-hmm. and this kind of social, weird social, I don't know, dynamic. I, I've always kind of done my own thing. Yeah. I've always just kind of been that person. And that doesn't mean I don't care about people. And that doesn't mean they're not my friends. But th- there was, there was a lot of pressure to like be a part of this group yeah. that everyone keeps talking about. And like, oh, well, if you want to be in the group. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be in the group. Like, that just seems silly. It to seems me. like high school. Like, well, yeah. are you part of the clique or not? Yeah. Like, you know, we I only wear red on Tuesdays. <laughs> so. Exactly. Oh, crap. I'm wearing red shoes on Wednesday. Well, well you know what? Now I you can't go. be our friend. All right. Bye, guys. It's I'll been great. Later. Time for you to <laughs> yeah, go. It was Got really it. fun. But. Get out. Uh, so, going back to Tom, though, I need to know because uh, you guys started as friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we, I guess, what we saw is you guys started as friends and then it turned into more. Was that awkward going from friends to more? How did it work out? It was awkward. It was awkward because, so a lot of people don't know because obviously he wasn't on the show. I was in a relationship for the entire, until you saw me and Tom together. I was in a relationship. So, like, a lot of people were like, oh, single Ariana was, like, out for Tom. <laughs> like, no. You I were a predator. I was, yeah. 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 I'm like, no, I had a boyfriend. He was horrible. Um, but he was there. Um, he existed. And we've all had those. Yeah, we've had that yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, it was awkward because, you know, I had become single and then Tom had become single and then he would just kind of hit me up to hang out, you know? And I'm like, well, that's okay. Sure, let's hang out. And then he would start, it was more like flirty, more like buying me drinks and stuff. And I was like, what the heck is going on right now? This is weird. (laughs) He was was the pursuant or the pursuer, Yeah, I have to say. So yeah, it was a little awkward at first. And then it was kind of like, you know what? Just got to like let it rip, I guess. And from the moment of friends to crossing the line of more than friends did you feel like this is right or did it take you a second to sort of like because we talk about that a lot on our show like is it like a instant spark right away and like is that thing real or is it like something you got to wrap your brain around and like a slow build it felt it was a i would say it was a slow build but it was passion very passionate but it also felt really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like we would have, because obviously both of us were in a really weird time in our lives. Like I was going through a lot. He was going through a lot. And we would have just like really great conversations about things. We would talk for hours and hours Aww. about what was going on. And like it, it, I was always telling him, you know, I am your friend and I want good things for you. So I don't, to me, it doesn't matter who you're with or what you're doing. I want you to be happy and I don't want you to feel like <clears throat> like you don't have anybody that you can talk to because yeah. at that point in time, obviously, like, Jags and 
person in the whole thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. that whole time. So, yeah. yeah, it was, I would say it was just, we were really there for each other during a really tough time for both of us. And then he just kind of like started being more whatever. So, and you weren't like, wait, friend zone. What are you doing? I was actually like the, like at first I was kind of like, Oh, like this is weird. Like, what are you doing? Get out of here. Because I was always thought Tom was kind of weird, but <laughs> did you see? How did you? Yeah, like I was like, he's good looking, but he's like kind of weird. I mean, yeah, he's quirky a little bit, I guess. Yeah, right. He's yeah. a really sweet guy, though. So yeah. He's kind of like he's so nice. Yeah, but he's weird. But he's nice. But the weirdness was like intriguing. Yeah, he's really funny. He makes me laugh all the time. That's, That's so important. And yeah. you've got this friendship, and you said it's passionate. So yeah. what else could you want? I mean, I feel good about it. So That's how important. Long, how long have you guys been together now? Um, Over two years. Wow. Where yeah. did that time go? I don't know. We've only seen like two seasons of it. So for us, it's real short. I know. In, in our life, it's like a couple of months. We're like, no, you have, you're just still. If like, you add on all the time together, it's, it's actually, it's probably like you've seen like two hours of us. Right. Yeah, exactly. We're like, how do they like, move in after it's two like six hours? six minutes a week or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is moving so like, fast for me. You guys need to pump the brakes. Pump it. Yes. I'm worried. Like, why are you guys even talking about like the future? Stop. We got to figure out who's taking the couch when we split up because that's like big step, you know? Yeah. Wait, because they got rid of the bad couch. You guys got rid of the yeah. bad couch. Yeah. We got rid of two couch. Actually, we got rid of three couches when I moved in. Wait, how are oh, there so many had, couches? Yeah. I had spot. one. Oh. And it was, it's, my apartment was, so my living room was probably about the size of this room. So, so small. Small. Yeah, small to the listeners out there. Yeah, it was small. So it was kind of like a love seat with a, L- uh, okay. a sectional love seat. Mm-hmm. So that had to go. Yeah. And then he had a couch in the spare bedroom oh. that um, his friend was living in that it was like a lounge. It was very low to the ground. Oh. Eh, it wasn't going to work. So that had to go. Yeah. And then in the living room, there was the couch. The couch. Oh, yeah. Then there was like this weird chair that was really cool looking, but it just didn't fit. That had to go. Um, there was like a chase lounge and it, that just didn't, we were like, why have a, why would you have a couch and a chase lounge? Why did you just get a sectional? Right. Have it be one thing. And then you did. And now it's yours. So we did. We were talking about this too, like yesterday, just as girls is, I feel like this show, we talk about things. The the reason why this show even came about is because Jen and I felt like we talked about dating and relationships with all of our friends, single, married, Mm -hmm. whatever. And like, we just felt like, God, we were doing so much talking about this. Yesterday, we were talking about what happens when you move in with somebody Uh and like how you might find like residual remnants of other people. (laughs) relationships passed that's like last year when I said Kristen was gonna have to come over and pick up that bobby pin that she left on the floor because I swear to god that girl came over to pick up shit like yeah four five six seven times how many things were left I don't understand it was like she'd come get one thing at a time like one leftover piece of hair that was like (laughs) not being vacuumed like I'm gonna come clean the shower drain and I'll be back I mean how How did you deal with that like you just sat there like hey what's up like all right it was (laughs) Yeah, I mean Tom. Tom bought like weapons. No, Wait. what kind of weapons? He, um, a baseball. There's like a baseball bat that he bought to put behind the front door, and like someone for a very long time, if there was ever a knock on the door, he he would change his voice and be like, "Who is it?" Uh, <laughs> he was like his own alarm system. Who is it? Yeah, I was like, I think it's fine. And then I remember one time it was Kirsten and James, and they. They were like, we're, what do you mean we're drunk? We just went to get sushi. Is she always drunk? I mean, she kind of highlights it on the show. She she, says cocktails. Like, I mean, granted, people might think we're always drunk, too. That's what they think is fun, apparently. So, you know, whatever. I don't think being drunk is fun. I mean, not, all time, not all the time. Not all the time. Right. Yeah. Not, not, all, the not time. all the time. When it's when the time is right. When yeah. in Rome. Right. Not okay. at one in the afternoon. Bar. But so did he but go, yeah, do a was... good job of making you feel comfortable in that home, first of all, and then with her traipsing around every so often? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. We actually have done a lot of work to the apartment because it's we we live in a rent control apartment, which oh. like a lot of people are like, why haven't you moved? Well, okay, that makes sense. Then we live in West Hollywood in yeah. two bedroom, two bath. For I don't want to say how much, but it is basically oh, nothing. Oh, that hurts my insides. We want to buy a house, so we're like, why would we spend no. twenty four to twenty six hundred dollars a month on an apartment? No way to live in the same neighborhood essentially if we want to buy a house eventually. Right. Makes no sense. 
But we've put a lot of improvements into the apartment. So that was like one thing that I felt was really cool. You made it your own. Exactly. You painted. We, we saw painted, you painted on the show. We put in a chandelier. Ooh. Cool. Um, you sold things. We sold. Oh my gosh. We've gotten rid of so much stuff. I like that. That's good. But that's Goodwill the house should be writing me a check. I mean, because. <laughs> Thank God geez. for that. No, but that, I like, I mean, yeah, I will say watching the show on Clearly, there's so many things that go on outside of what we see. But what we do see is is a lot of like remnants of other things in the past and like working with these people still and having a constant reminder and then being in the apartment that everyone sees him and her and there's all this like we watch you and think god that girl like the best way to say is like you're pretty cool tempered you're just like you know what i'm not gonna let this bug me and like dealing (laughs) with exes is like a hard thing to do and they are all over the place and to have that one like there all the time like oh it's annoying af how do you deal with it um well i have a lot of really solid friendships outside of the show and but they're still very like very much privy to what's going on and I feel like I can talk to those people about pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily always feel that way with um, my friends that are on the show because a lot of times I feel like if you talk to people about stuff and they use it as ammunition against you later on. Yeah. Right. So that's that's been a learning curve for me, that little piece of information. Um, but I guess I just... You know, Tom and I are together every day, every night. It's we, of course, we bicker like everybody else does. But for them, I would say like we're good. So it doesn't bother me so much when people say things because I feel like they say things because they don't really know. Exactly. And if they did know, like I've had people be like that, say that Tom's some sort of like sneaky whatever and I'm like he's sleeping <laughs> he's next to me all of the time yeah so I feel like of course there are things that you see on the show and and you see things play out on the show in a way that doesn't really give you of course they can't give you the full story right all of the time. like the girl that everyone that all last season the problem with that girl from oh Miami, Miami or whatever was, that yeah. girl so Jax had the girls she said it on camera and I don't know why they didn't oh well I do know why they didn't use it <laughs> yeah tell us because that she, is weird we want I was the standing there in the lounge it was right before I walked like right before I came in there and I heard her start yelling and I she Tom was like why but why why would you why would you sell the story? First of all, she sold the story to Star Magazine. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And the reason why she sold the story is because she felt like she was owed money because at the time, Jack, so Jax had her laptop because she, okay, yeah, exactly. I mean, what face is, is happening like, right now? How, where are we going with it? <laughs> I why, am dying right Why now. does anyone yeah. forgive anyone on this show? Like, I just don't know. Um, how do you guys have such a short time memory for being people all Thomas the said, um, it's better, it's, what is, I'm sorry, I'm like losing my train of thought on this. He says, you know, that the opposite of hate or the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. And he said, That's sadly, true. I'm pretty indifferent to Jax. Yeah. So it's not so much, a lot of people are like, oh, but Tom and Jax are best friends. I'm like, eh. But I they? mean, they're friends, but would you, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah, like I mean, he's indifferent. He's just like, I don't really care either he, way. There's no, um, there's like, they could go to a bar together and have fun, but there's no um, depth exactly. anymore. Okay, exactly. so wait, really quick though. Jax had the laptop okay, of this so, girl. So these two girls knew exactly who the who the guys were. Of yes. course. Right? Marched up to them at the pool at the Mondrian in south beach mm-hmm. and we're like oh my god but like i've never seen the show but it's like tom yeah okay. and tom was on the phone with me at the time and he was like i'm so hungover i might even actually get a bloody mary because he doesn't really like bloody marys and he's not a day drinker and i can hear these girls like chattering and, and he's like yeah, yeah like whatever so flash forward to right when they're gonna about to leave the pool they're like we have an appearance tonight if you guys want to come you want people there. Yeah. If you guys want to come, let us know or just come. This is where the club's at. Blah, blah, blah. Those girls showed up at the place they were having dinner, which they were not invited to 
at the time where they were like wrapping up dinner and getting ready to leave. Stalking. Really creepy. And the reason why is because Jax tweets where he is at all times. Oh. Right? Yeah. So he'd be like, oh how mysterious. God. He'd be like, this sushi on Riverside's amazing. <laughs> and then people, he loves that people show up. Why do so. they just call the paparazzi? Because they just probably also the don't really care, though. Right. 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 So they go to the club with them, and then they're all hanging out. Jax leaves with the girl's friend, who turns out to be a f- like a con artist. Mm. Like Lovely. a full-on con artist. He's like off. He's on the beach with the friend until, like, basically the sun comes up. Um, Schwartz and Tom are, and I think my brother was, yeah, by the way, my brother was on this trip. Oh, okay. um, oh so and, Tom was obviously going to do something terrible while your brother was there. Right, exactly. So I was, I was working late here. Obviously, they're three hours ahead there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, I'm getting off work here. I was at the, at the time I worked at a club. I got off work at probably like 3 a.m. So I texted him and he's like, oh yeah, da, da, da. I'm, I'm still up. If you, if you want to call me, I'll wait. So I call him. I'm on the phone with him. Blah, blah, blah. So Jax comes back with the girl that he was on the beach the with. The con artist. Yeah. They say, oh, well, we have to check out of our hotel room, but our flight isn't until later. And then Jax says, oh, well, you can keep your stuff in our room. No. Tom, at that point, took his stuff and, like, hid it in things. And, like, he, and then he was like, uh, me and Schwartz are out. We're going to go rent scooters. We're, we're out of here because yeah. we don't want to be hanging out with these chicks because yeah. they're, they're creeping me out. He right. was telling me the night before on the phone, these girls are creeping me out. They keep, I feel like I'm getting, I'm in an interview. Ooh. They keep asking me questions about the show. Aye. Blah, blah, blah. I put on like some of the reunion for them to watch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like children. Like, go watch here. This will answer your questions, children. Yeah. That is so, sad. And then, oh, gosh. So then I guess the girl left her laptop in the room and then Jack said, but, okay, so while they went and rented, rented scooters, these two girls on Jax's card that was left on the room for incidentals went and got facials and massages at the Mondrian. Oy. So oh, Jax boy. was like, you can pay me back, and w- when you pay me back, then you'll get your laptop. Oh, geez. She got mad, sold the story to Star Magazine for the equivalent of the money for the laptop, and then months later, all of this, she ended up getting it back. Whatever. Um, And then months later, all of this is happening. So she said on camera in that moment when she's at the bar and Tom and I, because Tom and I left and we didn't leave because we were like, we don't want it. We left because we were like, this isn't the kind of show that we signed up for. Uh, I get it. We left because we were thinking, you know, so now a fan can just come and say whatever. I can say I slept with Kim Kardashian and then go be on the Kardashians. Yeah. Right. Like, is that how this works? No. But right. I like that you guys did that. that yeah, you took a stand. Yeah. So then it was like, well, you guys, you know, you have to come back. We went to a bar. We had a drink. I, I One of my favorite comedians ever followed me on Twitter that day. So I was like actually in a pretty good mood. Yay. Who's your favorite comedian, first of all? I really love Chris Lilly. Have you ever seen um, yes. Summer Heights Higher? Okay. Oh my God, he followed you. That's a big deal. That day. Yeah. I will forever remember that day so as see, the day that Chris Lilly followed me. Now you can attach it to that good, positive emotion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right before I walked in, because I started hearing her raise her voice, I could hear Tom being like, but why? I was really nice to you. So why would you go sell the story? And why would you be here now? Like, why would you agree to do this? Uh, obviously, yeah. she wanted to be on TV. Right. Right. But she said, because Jax wouldn't give me my laptop back. And she's like yelling it in the middle of the restaurant. So then later on, I'm like, of course they don't use that. Of course they don't. And no. then that because never even comes up in the reunion. Do they tell you can't talk about that? They they don't didn't like the idea of the selling of the story thing, but oh. it did get talked about at the reunion briefly. Okay, they just so it felt like at least if someone's really listening, then they would really get that there's clearly more to it. And then you see uh-huh. like Tom's. Poor guy. The guy gets so frustrated because... Well, that's a thing to be... A valid thing to be frustrated about. Yeah. yeah. He's well, under attack often. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's a big reason, too, why people don't seem to understand. They're like, why can't you just... Why, why don't you want to hang out with... Chris? They think that it has something to do with Kristen and Jax. And I'm like, no, it has to do with the fact that people comment on my Instagram today saying my boyfriend's a cheater. Oh, God. Based on Kristen flying that girl... In from oh, wherever she the really did do that. She really flew her in. Dude, our producers were like, she started blaming them and they were like, oh, no, no, no. 
We did not have anything to do with that. We told her if she facilitated it, we would film it because it's happening. But we told her flat out, like, we're not we're not contributing. But that's whatsoever. so odd that Kristen would want to do that, considering that the truth is going to come out that it's not no, about it Tom did, and it's though. about this the laptop. This is the first time. It, but it, it never really did. did. Oh, well, then we're exposing it here. Yeah. You heard it first <laughs> on LA Talk Radio. It's complicated with Jen yes. Lauren and Ariana right here. Everyone, now you know the freaking truth. I there seriously am like on the edge of my seat because also truthfully it did make you kind of look like a pushover exactly and yeah. that it's not obviously which how is you why this look. which is why this season i was like oh hell no good no one's gonna call me a pushover or naive ever again because i'm gonna come out guns blazing and no one's gonna be able to live it down good good um so, so there you go <laughs> you actually have a podcast of your own i do do you talk about this kind of stuff on your podcast or you talk about other things altogether? we kind of just let it rip but a lot of what we talk we talk about a lot of politics um yeah like issues with like feminism in the media or Mm -hmm. what it's like to be doing what we're doing as women and have people say things as i'm sure you've heard people be like you know what you should smile more yeah oh gosh (laughs) i don't know sorry and we should play more music just kidding that (laughs) is a smile more music (laughs) no you know what that does happen a lot i think that like you know, you, you've you mentioned you do sketch comedy, things like mm-hmm. that. It's like a man's world. So you're kind of breaking into that. So where... Yeah, where... and a lot, I think people just don't really seem to understand where, especially if they're outside of the industry, maybe yeah. don't understand like where women fit in or they have an, a preconceived notion of, of how things are. So and... we'll tell them. We'll let them know. Yes. And where <laughs> can people listen to this podcast and when? We are on iTunes and we are on SoundCloud and we might be somewhere else pretty soon, but okay. I don't want to... It's called The Bevs. The Bevs. Right. And my co-bev is Meredith Bracelos. Okay. And she and I have been best friends for 10 years. That's Great. a long time. Wait, so yeah. she lives here? Or yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, she moved here probably six months after I did. And we kind of picked right back up where we left off because we hadn't been living to, near each other since college. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Is there a social media attached to that show? Yes, we are. We are the Bevs on everything. Okay, So, great. yeah. Awesome. Just two intersectional robot loving feminists living life <laughs> I love that okay and also I'm sure people do know this but in case they don't where can they find you and follow you I am on Twitter at Ariana2525 and I'm on Instagram Ariana252525 is your birthday the 25th it's the 24th 25 was my basketball number okay. when I played basketball everyone's got a number so, everyone yeah. does Yes, <laughs> we have our own numbers, but it might be a different thing. We oh. might have a different number than that as well, but that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but you guys can also follow us on our show, complicated show mm-hmm. on Twitter, Instagram, all the places. And don't forget, um, we have a video tomorrow. Yeah, for two drunk girls. Speaking of drinking, and um, we need to come into Sir and have you make us a drink. Yeah, you should. Um, We're gonna get yeah. that on the schedule. So yeah, I, I got you. Make sure that you tune into uh, YouTube tomorrow three on our two drunk girls uh, TV on YouTube. Yep. Watch our show, and uh, we'll be talking about the Bachelor and all of those things because why not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have to. Also, thank you so much for listening to our show because we deliver this content for free to you every week. And not only do we know you have this show to listen to, but a number of other shows like The Bevs and podcasts as such as those. So, you know, we're grateful that you keep coming back to ours. And we love hearing from you, so please leave comments on iTunes, ratings, YouTube comments, you know, whatever you can. And one of the biggest favors you could really do for us is just tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend what you learned here today. That's right. Uh, You did get this exclusive (laughs) from Ariana, so you're welcome. Yes. Thanks for listening again. Subscribe to our podcast and keep the conversation going. We love you guys long time. Long time. The longest. We'll see you next week. Bye. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on LA Talk Radio.